Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, number 27. And today, we end up talking about my bicycle. And the fact that it's gone to shit, and I don't really know how to fix it. And it's very frustrating. Um, but you're trying hard. I'm trying... It's the it's the effort, right? He's I'm, trying hard. I get the A for effort. And then we transition into why Victor has abandoned his podcasting oh, responsibilities. I'm not, I know. It's just a, it's on hold. It's on hold. I have some other things going on. But you learn what those other things going on, are going Victor on. has fallen into the bad habit of stopping listening to podcasts no. and starting to listen to music once again. No. Anyway. Okay, there's an explanation for all of that. There's always an explanation. And then we have a delightful interruption that hopefully Victor will... Yeah, yeah, we'll include a few of that. Yeah, 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 for sure. I couldn't understand a word of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely keep some of that. That was so awesome, by the way. It was really cool. And then we talked a little bit. Victor had no idea about the Equifax hack. It wasn't on Jerry News on Instagram. It was was never brought to my attention. That's why I didn't... Yeah. What? (laughs) Fuck Curly. Fuck Curly, no. It's Jerry News. Yeah, I didn't know about it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's your own credit report that's the one that has to apologize to. Anyway, and then we kind of throw in some conversations we, we about throw it. in like some random things here and there, but we end it on a college story. Of course. Always with We didn't intentionally stories. go there, it just kind of oh, this is the flow. Yes, it just evolved, which is pretty fu- which is pretty fun. So Episode number twenty seven, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. So wait, do you have drywall repairs? Yeah, but that's not exciting right now. It's what not I, what's exciting. exciting is um, the bicycle story. Well, it's not really a story. Well, it's whatever. Just, it's it was in, a story when you were telling me, and then you were like, "Oh, I'll save." It. Okay, so what happens is this. So. We see, we see Sven, who is from where, I don't know what country he was from, but then I saw him bicycling away, and then that triggered you to mention about how your bicycle had uh Was his name Sven? It. No, but he sounded like his name was Sven. His name could have totally been Sven. Yeah. That's so funny. Just the people you meet, man. Totally your It's all about the conversations. Anyway, yeah. Well, I discovered that today uh, I went into the shed and then found out that my tire was flat, which is a new thing. My tire hasn't been flat in since it was flat the last time, which was about a year. When was the last time you rode your bike? Uh, oh, gosh. Probably it had been over a week, over a week and a half, maybe, something like that. Okay. So, I mean, but, but that's an average interval, I'd say. I could ride it anywhere between daily and once every other week. Got it. So it, there was a hole maybe a year ago, and I thought I took care of that hole. I'm like, okay, cool. It's not leaking. For a year, it was fine. I mean, maybe slow pressure release, whatever. Go in, it's flat. And I end up having to, I'm just like, son of a Because, what, what? I was about to say, so you knew, I guess, the reason I asked it, when was the last time you wrote it? So you knew right away it was flat because you had wrote it so recently. <laughs> because it was flat. No, I'm, what I mean is, you knew it was a hole, not it was just air that naturally found its way out of the tire. Like my bicycle, I have to, you know, any bicycle or tires for that matter, they don't necessarily have holes in them, but naturally you need to yeah. fill it up with air. Eventually. Well, I guess my initial reaction. Because it was flat. Duh, I knew that. <laughs> My initial reaction was was hoping that maybe because I hadn't ridden it for that long that something had happened, that something had gotten loose, but I had that sinking suspicion that, no, maybe a week and a half would not be enough for it to be totally squished. Maybe, maybe, totally it, was, squished. maybe it was tampered with. I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I, I had to... that is a strong possibility. Listen, listen I, I did not rule that out as I was taking about my bike. Because I'm like, this is this has now got to be this whole effing process. Because finding a leak in tire in a, in a tube is one of the most annoying things that I've had to do when... How did you do it? How did you find it? General shit in my life. Huh? How did you do the... How did you find the holes? So, well, here's the thing. Normally, what should happen... Is that the hole is small enough? It's just like a little pinprick or whatever. Like maybe you ride over a nail or something like that. So it's just a very tiny pinprick. You can't see it, even if the tire's inf- inflated to the to its mm-hmm. fullest. You can't you can't even hear it. It's just it's so minimal that it's just a little like got it going out. So what you do is you put it under water, 
in a, in a tube or something like that. I was hoping you'd say that. I was hoping you'd say that. And see where the bubbles end up rising out. So you identify the hole, deflate it, clean it off, put some rubber cement on it. You have a little patch, a uh, little, little rubber patch that you end up putting over it, and it's taken care of. And you end up putting it back. So I deflate it, and I'm like, oh, great. Now I... Now I have to figure out where, where it's coming from. Do I have to get a bucket of water? I'm like, okay, the, this could be bad. You know what another way that's what? really good is instead of like having – because putting, uh, putting that loop or the – you take, take it off the, the wheel. The, um, the, yes, the spoke. Right. So that could be like weird, but if you also have just uh, a bottle, a spray bottle, mix, soap and water mixed together, it will make a bubble on it so you don't have to like – awkwardly put it into a two uh bucket you know what i'm saying yeah anyway that's no that's a, yeah I, so I continue so so but i'm thinking crap this is my my tire's flat it's not even a little decompressed i mean last puncture that i had it, it never got down to that low ever. So I'm like, oh, I would just love it God. if you walked up your bicycle and there was like a screwdriver just jammed, <laughs> just jammed in, the in there. Well, that's basically what it turned out to be because then I tried pumping it up and the air instantly goes out, which means there is a hole in there. Yeah. There is a, there is an actual hole in there. So I'm like, crap. And so all I have to do then is turn the pump off for a second. And I hear, so then I patch it up and I'm like, okay. I fixed it. All right, get it back onto the bike, or get it back on into the tire. Onto you were the, saying onto the you spoke. had to take like the chain, like the all you had all these different gears, and it was just a giant pain. In the yeah. Bike. So then I end up sliding it all back into place, getting getting it all set set into place, and I'm like, all right, cool. Inflate it. Instantly deflates again, and I'm like, you have got to be wow. kidding me. I know, I know it's glued. I know it's glued in that hole. Maybe, maybe it. It came loose or something like that, so I, I try to like jimmy it in and, and see. Nope, it's it's in place, which means there's another hole somewhere. Yeah. So I got to do the whole thing over again, which is a whole <laughs> 20 25 minute ordeal. By the time I end up getting it off the this reminds me of when of you the tire had, itself. This reminds me of when you had the the 75 pound door, shaving it, going back up the oh, steps. Oh yeah, taking work, the door up and it, down. Going back up and this steps. was exactly like that, and it was it. This was frustrating just because it. You're dealing with oil on chains and shit. You get like your that. fingernails all dirty and you shit. Get, I, my hands are still dirty. I took yeah. A, yeah, I've been washing my hands nonstop ever since then. So yeah, end up end up finding another hole, and then it turns out that when I take it off from the first time, it ends up screwing up the other patch, which means <laughs> I've got I've now I have to deal with with two holes, and unfortunately, because the glue wasn't entirely set, ended up. Yanking it, so now we've got we don't two just have we did. And a third repair. <laughs> we, we've got a, two holes and a third repair that I've got to deal with. So uh, yeah, currently I don't know the status of my bike tire. Uh, I I basically started over. I cleaned everything out, reapplied the glue, reapplied the patch, followed the instructions as close to possible. Now that I know where those holes are, and I am just I'm really really. Hoping. You know what you should do. You know, it'd be really fun if uh, if you just went all out and patched the entire thing. I kind of did that for the second one. There was this giant patch that was made. No, like the whole... I know. What, a, a, tube, a, whole tube, tube. a tube over a tube? Yeah. No, do the whole a tube. tube. Yeah, just, just patch up the, the whole entire thing. tube. Yeah. Make, make it the... Why don't you can just use duct tape, right? Yeah. Just do that. Is Probably. that what you have to deal with? Glue and shit? And... You'd have to make sure it was super airtight, though. I mean, it's I mean, duct tape. I don't know if that worked because because when it, when the tube inflates, oh, you're right. It changes size in you're the right, tire. You're right. You're right. So duct tape kind of. Well, just use the patches then. Just patch up the entire thing. I only have a handful of patches. Buy more. Just just go all out. Just go all out. Or just buy a new tube. Yeah, but that's not a fun story. <laughs> Well, so was, anyway, that's yeah. So that's the current that's uh, the current status, the current of, status my of my bike bicycle because that's my primary mode of transportation. Yeah, and I do I do enjoy taking a bike. So, what was the other thing that you were going to mention that you that you were going to mention? There was the bicycle, and there was something else that you were about to talk about. I was like, nope, save it for the podcast. <sighs> I don't remember. It was something else you had to get off your chest. Some other type of oh, uh, it was uh, work. 
What is this? Week number two? Like, no... Uh, no, I, I didn't really have anything to say about oh. that. Oh. So. Um, cool. Well, I don't really know what I have anything... I don't really have... Oh, I well, I, I mean, I, I totally have, because I actually wanted to talk about this, because I sort of ended the conversation in the car over. Why have you abandoned podcasts? I'm so I disappointed. I have abandoned podcasts. I... Uh, I think what happened. You totally was, have abandoned podcasts in favor of music. You prefer to listen to music over listening well, to people enlightening. This is you. why, because fall is around the corner, and I'm in the middle of oh, so, pumpkin spice latte. I'm in the middle yeah. of selecting okay. my tracks for my fall mixtape. Mix yeah, I have. I make four every year. All right, I make four every year, and it's almost the high uh, a couple. A couple of highlights of the season where I put together my favorite songs. Boom, this is summer 2017. Boom, this is fall 2017. This is spring, you know, 2018. I usually don't make one for winter because it's really weird because it's like, okay, December is in 2016. January is in 2017. I, don't, I, I can't make, I can't title it winter. You know, winter. So you do this four times a year. No, every I do year. about three times. Three, three times, times. Three or four times a year. Every year. Yeah. You've always done this every year. I've done this since. I've done this uh, for the last. I've done this about every season since 2003. I mean, I'm not. No, no, not 2003. Holy shit. Uh, 2013. 2013. Oh, okay. Because like 2003. Holy. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That'd be, no, be like wild, man. That'd be crazy. Doing, doing it on your giant cassette do, tape. I do have uh, CDs still from um, from high school. From like 2000. I have some CDs I that are like too. over 10 years old. The old, you know? old mixtapes. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why. That's why. And then what happens is, for example, wow. like I have a collection. That is so right funny, now, dude. I have a, I have like probably eight or nine, and I, and all of these all of these uh, collections, it's a whole um, it's a whole span of different genres. It's not just one genre. So like yeah, that makes sense. And but, but is it what is happens it, right now okay. is that I'm I'm that my dilemma is okay. I have about seven or eight rap slash hip hop songs. Now, am I going to make an entirely separate hip-hop mixtape? Or am I going to grab a, pluck a few of those and put it into my fall 2017? Uh-huh. Um, and I, I sometimes, I'm starting to now, the ones that are for the seasons, it'll be the, you know, whatever, it's, you know, say fall 2017, and I'll also have a title for it. Ones that I make that aren't exactly directed towards, like, this is the season that just kind of happens, um... I sometimes have a, like so a like winter then winter season you would have holiday music like Christmas no, no, music no, no, and stuff that. like that no hell no oh really yeah. okay so you don't I get enough of that like I get enough of that the week before Thanksgiving you know what I'm saying that's fair you work in retail yeah so. I don't do that and on the radio and shit I don't deal with any of that um, sometimes even before I think last year for the first time I heard Christmas music before Halloween oh my yeah no it, it was super early. Um, but. Okay, so but it's not seasonal. The music isn't necessarily seasonal. Oh, like no, like no, some no. you don't do like not. like tilters like salsa music no, or something. Absolutely like not. No. Okay. But um That is that's that's a very unique hobby, I have to say. Yeah. I, I don't know anyone who has done that. That's does that take a lot of time? You don't know anyone who has I mean is that why you're listening to music all the time? Is like you're trying to pick out the best songs for that particular I'm season fishing or for, I'm fishing for songs. I'm fishing for songs that are currently out or songs that randomly come up on the oldie station that I, that I am unaware of or have not heard in a very, very, very long time. Really? So yeah. you're just, you're just cruising, you're cruising through yeah. the channels. Like, yeah. Wow. That is, I'm standing by, you know, you know, you know, uh, what that's called vocab word of the day eclectic 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 that is very eclectic when you take a, a diverse array of interests and you're able to be like i like them all yeah and that means you are eclectic like um be today, like oldies rap you yeah. know that's just i was listening to some cypress hill this morning that's very admirable i was listening I to some to cypress say. hill this morning and then again um on the car right over here and I was like, oh, man, like, I don't really like, I'm not the biggest fan of that genre of 
music. I like it sometimes. I was like, oh, there's a couple songs in here that I I've never heard before because I only know that one song. You know, insane to the membrane. Oh my god, insane to oh the membrane. You know, yeah. but what's great is on like Spotify. You know, when that song's done, it, it plays other super popular songs of theirs based on how many listens that okay. those tracks get. Um, so yeah, I just try and listen to completely brand new music that I've never heard of, whether it's from an artist I don't know or not, and I just try and put little things together that I really, really like. And then the coolest thing is, you know, that's the gift that keeps on giving, bro. So what happens is then this. I will pop in a disc, you know, three years later, and I'm like, oh, I can tell you exactly what I was doing during this, you know, two or three month time span, um, and what I was thinking and all these different things. So it's almost like you go back in time. You know, dude, I was thinking that's like, that's close to a PhD level thesis artwork project right there. Okay. That's pretty, yeah. that's pretty impressive because you, you combine the historical aspect to it where, where you can recall certain events that were transpiring around I can tell you, I can tell you like why. what was happening like when you selected that song or something yes, like that. Yes, I can tell you exactly most likely how it is that I first listened to that song and why I put it on there and what I was doing or thinking when that happened or that you know, week or month that I was into that song, I can tell you what was going on in my life, what I was going on with my thoughts, what was going on with wow. kind of, yeah. It's that's, really fun. That's kind of trippy, actually. It's really fun. Whoa. And the fact that you've been doing it for four years now? Yeah. I, so I you've got to sure have, have I, going a back, dozen or something? If we go, if, uh, I definitely have spring 2013, summer 2013. I don't, no, I do have a fall. Actually, I have a fall. I have September 2013, and I have a fall 2013. So I have one that's only from the month of September 2013. And then, but I try so not to let is that it incre- Are the numbers I try, increasing? No, 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 because come or? 2014, I have a, I have like a, I have like a half winter. I have like seven songs that I know of. And then again, 2014, spring, summer. A second summer because that summer was when I went to Brazil. So I have like a World oh, Cup with like oh. half of Did it. Do you have the World Cup song on there? Half of it, half of it is Come songs, on, Victor. Half of it is songs that uh, were from the World Cup's official soundtrack. And then the okay. other half yes. are songs that were just kind of I listened to at that time. And then I made another summer 2014 in August, um, which was like going back to like the array of songs that I like. Because the initial one was just the FIFA World Cup. And then 2015 spring. Ooh, 2015. I have a spring 2015 that I made in April, and then I have a, a separate one that's just called. It's just called 27 because I made that around the time that I had my 27th birthday in the middle of May. Yeah. So I had like all of a sudden there was a huge rush of songs that just like oh I like this this and this. So that's separate, you know. This yeah. week on Chronology yeah, of Victor's right? Life. Yeah. And then there's summer. There's fall. okay. Yeah, we get it. We yeah. get it. We get it. Okay. <laughs> You, okay. I'll lay them out for you. No, when no. We, that's, uh, yeah, no. When we come, I, when we, uh, next time or we get together, I'll, I have a whole catalog. Oh man, we could do We could just teleport through time yeah, and experience sure. Victor's life. Wow. That's so, how many songs would you say that you have all together over the course uh, of the past I, years? I am uncertain as to how many tracks. I can tell you that I attempt to optimize every compact disc at 120 minutes or uh, one hour and 20 minutes of um, of play. So this is what I even do. This is what I also do. So I'll configure songs a certain way. Yeah. Um, and you know how sometimes there's on songs or tracks, there's like yeah, five there's to ten extra, seconds of just yes. like dead space. Yep. So I'll cut that out. I'll use GarageBand to cut it out because when you yep. do it in iTunes, when you say this song's you know four minutes and ten seconds long, and in iTunes you just adjust it so it's four minutes and ten seconds, yep. the CD burner still reads it as four minutes and ten seconds, yes. even though only four minutes play. So I edit it in GarageBand, and what I do is I'll play around with certain songs. And so you know, let's say I'm down to you know I need to I have about you know eight minutes of space left to fill. What what you know, what combination of songs can I maximize at a hundred, one hour and 20 minutes that, but also reach about 19 or 20 tracks. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have typically about 20 tracks at, you know, a minute 19 or an hour 19 than have 16 tracks at 
an hour and 20, you know? So I play around with that too. And sometimes I'll be like, I really like this song. I'm going to throw it to the side. I'm going to probably save it for next season, you know, and I won't listen to it at all. So how many weeks does this, this process take up in your, um, in your uh, listening availability? Well, you don't, you don't need to be specific. Just it's give me an a ongoing, sense. it's an ongoing process. For example, it's an ongoing process. Yeah. You are so not helpful. I'm it's just trying for I, a general sense of like, so you've stopped listening. The reason why I asked, so you've stopped, li- you've stopped listening to podcasts and I'm just wondering for how long that's, that's the whole, that's, that's all I want to know. How long till you get back to the world of, uh, talk radio, uh, online? I don't know. Not talk I mean, radio. I listen to it's ours, but. It's just the, this is just the current so wave. You're, so your preference. This is the current wave so I'm not, riding. It's not, it's not just a, oh, okay, so it's a wave, wave that you're riding. I yeah. feel as though podcasts, though, were, was one of those, like, fun excursions that you have. Yeah. That it was, it was, it was a fun experience while it lasted. I'll come back to it. I'm sure you will. I'll come back to it before but it's not, the But you're not incorporating that as, like, But get regular. this, too. I was hardcore podcasting. You were. I, I, I was, was going shocked. real hard. So you kind of burned like, out. You crashed and yes. burned, I mean, man. I got probably I, – I can't even tell you how many hours of The Nerdist I listened to in such a short time span. When you told me. I mean, yeah. like 100 hours in probably for sure less than one month. Holy cow. Absolutely less than one month. I mean, I would listen to Nerdist sometimes six hours a day. You know, if I opened it at Aldi in the morning, yeah. that's three hours that I have of listening to a podcast. I'd listen to 30 minutes on my break. I'd listen to another hour, hour and a half when I was at the gym. Mm-hmm. I would listen to it in my car. Oh, wow. So you went all in. You there, was, there was – your so, life was podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I didn't realize that. You yeah. So there's the music thing. I would have cautioned you, man. The music thing was a huge thing, but also <laughs> the other side of the coin. I'm kind of burned out. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of think about when when a teenager learns to masturbate for the first time, oh and he has that experience of two weeks in his room, and he's like, walks out. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and uh, that's you. That's no, you. That's, that's you with, the, with podcasts. Me. It was really fun and enjoyable for that short period of time, but you kind of you kind of played yourself burned out. out. Yeah, <laughs> you took burned it, out. Took the adventure into a stall, and now it's kind of coming down. <laughs> yes, but oh um, man! So, did you have anything? I feel as though I've been dominating topics. No, no. I mean, I got my music thing out. Um, so, uh, our store closed. For remodeling, so Aldi? yeah, so now I go to I go back and forth between the store in Naperville. And oh Wheaton, yeah, because which is awesome because I get paid for mileage going to both stores. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's awesome. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And then what's cool too is like the I love all the people at my store, like the coworkers, like they're all great. Um, but then it's just it's really cool this like getting to know on a regular basis these other people in another store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I found out there's this uh, there's this other woman who likes to go around and scare people. Like that's what I do at my store. <laughs> and so I walked in today because I had to buy groceries, that's and so I went creepy. up behind. I waited for her to put the like a bottle of sparkling lemonade down before I went up behind her and I got her. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool that you could find and the one in Naperville. Is super slow and chill, because but um. Because no, it's not as busy. So how long do you think you're going to be displaced? Like five or six weeks. Okay, this so is it's, my first week. Okay, so it'll be five or six weeks, and then going back to Glen Ellen. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where you discover like a deep dark secret a couple of weeks in, and you're like, "Get me the hell out of this." Uh, oh no, probably not. No, probably so. not. You would never. I would never ask you to disparage your co I don't coworkers know. over the microphone. But we did. Um, on Sunday, I worked from, like, 4 to 1 in the morning because we had to, like, move shit all around in our store and, like, take it off the shelves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, like, forgot to clock in. I told my dish manager at the end of the night, it's like, hey, this, whatever. And she made a big fucking deal. She's like, ah, Victor, like, are you kidding me? Like, don't give me that look. Like, this is a huge ordeal. It takes five seconds to do in the computer. Like, do not even give me that. 
That was pretty just, annoying. Yeah. And the other DM, uh, he, I don't know, he's probably right out of college, but he's just such a douchebag. Like, I don't like him at all. I've had very minimal interaction with him, but I've, like, observed his behavior and kind of just, like, how he walks and how he carries himself. I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're so stupid. Yeah. Stop being so dumb. Stop being so dumb. Yeah. Stop looking so dumb. Yeah. Really is what it comes down to. Speaking of looking dumb, uh, so I don't know if this conversation is going to go anywhere, but I'm going to throw it out anyway because it was something that piqued my interest yesterday, actually. I was having a conversation with one of my more conservative-minded friends, Mm -hmm. and whenever politics comes up, I've never brought up politics. I will respond if people bring up politics, but I will never myself bring up politics. I'm always interested to hear what people have to say, though, right. when it comes to their opinions. So he brings up the uh, – we're talking about sports. And he brings up uh, that he will not watch the NFL anymore because Colin Kaepernick started everyone kneeling. And he's infuriated that they would show such disrespect and that the NFL would allow them to show such disrespect – to America without, you know, any sort of penalties or fines or anything like that. And so until they do that, he won't watch football. His loss. Tell him to get over it. Yeah, but, okay, and then that that transitioned as well because another thing that he's brought up as well, and he also actually brought up in this conversation, was in the same vein, God, it was, yeah, and this was just like a 10-minute car ride, but... He said that, you know, the, the country is going to, to hell because they're taking down the Confederate statues all around the country and that they're erasing American history by doing that and that they shouldn't get rid of those statues because they mean something to the cultural history of many Americans. I mean, we had this conversation, what, four weeks ago? Yeah, kind of. A little bit. But it's like, okay. And so I, I think the, the, point of, the point of this was that, well, I don't know. In my mind, those are indefensible positions. I, I could not myself, I couldn't, I couldn't in no way envision myself, like, finding a way to rationally agree with his side based off of the facts. Like, the facts do not side up with his position. However, in his, in his argument, he uses anecdotal examples that fit his argument and say that those anecdotal examples, those singular examples that he's heard in the news or whatever supporting his positions are representative of half of the argument when, in fact, all they are is one or two examples that exist that have just been highlighted. That's all that exists. But it's being portrayed as having equal representation and equal, like, whatever to... Uh-huh. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So, for example, with Colin Kaepernick, he he's able to point out all of the NFL players, all four of them, or whatever that kneel during the NFL because that's what the news focuses on. That's what, like, Fox News covers or or whatever. Well, not... Well, totally ignoring the fact that... of, like, why they're kneeling. Like, he doesn't care why they're kneeling. Just the fact that they're kneeling and they've been portrayed as disrespecting the country. And so their reason... It doesn't matter what the reason is. They're disrespecting the country. And so what they're doing as a whole is wrong. And it doesn't matter what their reasons are because... He's been told by the news it's a sign of disrespect for the country, which is all that matters. <laughs> I just lost because you said because he's been told by the news. Is this who I think it is? No. Okay. He's been told by you the news. You haven't met. Fox News, is that where he gets any and all information? Yeah, that's his primary source of information. Man. But that's I think that's pretty representative, though, of a lot of people's arguments, though. It's not I, – I have pl- – I have plenty of conversations with individuals who just use conservative media as their source of information, and those are the type of arguments that, like, it is, it's, what? You're, no, no, it's like, no, 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 no,
yeah, it, it's just it's it's extraordinarily frustrating to try and engage people who have been so conditioned to respond a certain way. Like if you, it's all about what the other side is doing wrong, like the the injustice that the other side is committing, and that's what you focus on. Like things that that get you angry, you're able to remember easier. Yes, and stuff like that. And so, you know, when he's saying this sort of stuff, he says he's not a racist, right? Right. <laughs> but then he'll say things and stuff like that, and, and he's he says it's never done out of malice or hatred towards him because uh, of minorities because they're minorities. Like, he sees them as just as human as that. He just, words are words. Like, what does it matter if I use offensive language towards them? They're just words kind of thing. And that's the, that's just the attitude that it's all about. Am I in the right? And you, you're in the wrong. I mean, he does. So he's, I, in my opinion, he's right and he's wrong. I mean, words are just words. It depends on how you choose to use well, them. Yeah, and that's why I kind of, kind of wanted to bring that to because, you. Okay, so let me ask you this. Kind of a words let me ask you this, guy. man. Uh, what does okay maldito what does that mean to you nothing it doesn't mean anything to you right yeah, exactly it just means nothing to you correct right so yeah. if i say maldito and i throw that word around a few times it's it doesn't register it's just it's just sound you know what i'm saying yeah exactly okay yeah what does it mean but in spanish if you throw that word around it like a stranger like they're gonna be pretty pissed off so the word itself has no meaning. It's just it's just air moving through our teeth and our lips. It doesn't. It's nothing. Exactly. It's nothing. Yes. You know the words are a way for you to verbalize an idea Correct. or a thought. That's all it is. It's just this capsule. Yes. You know, it's how you choose to use that word that carries you know positive or negative um, ramifications. I guess you can say exactly. Exactly. Intent matters. Yes. The problem is, is that we've been conditioned to be, to just be ignorant, to be blind. But I was going to say, you can't exactly just throw those words, throw words around. The, I think. Dulce. (laughs) (laughs) ¿Qué tal? Estamos, estamos grabando ahora. Yeah. Yeah. Sí. <laughs> Tenemos como 20 minutos más. Okay. Vas a usar la aspiradora. Aspiradora. Uh, aspiradora. Si, eh, si necesitan trabajar, nada más saco basura, limpio cocina. Yeah. Y me regreso. Perfecto. Sí. Sí. Es muy callado. <laughs> yeah, <What's up? laughs> sí, es tímido. Sí, pero sí entiende español, ¿verdad? No. No. Enséñale. No. Enséñale español. No, habla francés. Bueno, te dejo porque hay que trabajar entonces y... Ok, alright, sounds good. Gracias. What were we just talking about? That was delightful. Can I just say it? <laughs> yeah. Just, that was wonderful. I'm trying to remember what we were going to keep that in. Maybe some of it. Oh, so guess what happened to me the other day? What happened? So I got paid five hundred dollars for doing nothing. What? So a long, so uh, a long time ago, like last year, or the year before, I can't remember. I had signed up to do Uber, and I did. I told, I was telling you, I did. I did Uber very minimally for like yeah. twenty hours, and that was about it. But when you sign up for Uber, it, there's a spot that says like, "Hey, enter your friend's telephone numbers, and we'll send them a text message. And if they drive for Uber, we'll send you. You know, you get a." Uh, like a referral bonus type yeah. thing. And um, I went through my whole phone, bro. I went through almost everybody on my phone. I went, it, it was probably like 150, 200 names. I mean, 
Seriously. Dude, I went through everybody. I didn't even care. I had no shame, right? Wow. I, I, uh, I can't remember when exactly I get a, an email from them. Hey, we're going to pay you $750. It's like, what? This person signed up for Uber, and if they take 20 trips or they, if, if they meet this criteria, we're going to give you 750 bucks. Got paid 750 all right. Wow. I get a text like last week saying like, hey, this person signed up for Uber. You you might be entitled to $500. If they meet this criteria, we'll pay you $500. So I don't know if they change it from $750 to $500 or, may, or what the case is. Who cares? I don't care. So I today I got a text message from them saying, hey, we credited your bank account $500. I get a text message from my bank. Hey, $500 has been entered into your bank account. <laughs> Look online. Boom. We got $500 in my bank account. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Can you That's believe that? Incredible. I mean, and that took a lot of time to enter every individual phone number. Yeah. But I got paid tw- over $1,200 for spending It's probably maybe 45 minutes or an hour probably going through. And what I did was I went through each name, different people that I thought. Yeah. And then I went back over people that I skipped because I was like, nah, I'm, I, no shame. I'm just going to type in their name anyway. Wow. Yeah. See, it's stuff like that that I feel like. I, uh, I I want to take advantage of it, but those are – I feel like those instances are just so hard to find because that's insane. I feel like if, ever, if everyone knew about that, yeah. I mean there's no, there's no way that everyone wouldn't be registered for Uber right now. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. $1,200. Yeah. What? And I don't know wow. what happens because I don't know if they use my code because, I mean, this was a long time ago. So I think what happens is maybe when they sign up, you have to enter your phone number. And when they get that telephone number, they, oh, this telephone number had a text message from this person who was with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, because this was so long ago. It's not like these people are hanging on to this text message or this code number that they got or a year or two ago. And then like, oh yeah, I remember that one time a year or two ago when Victor texted me and and I got this code number. Let me just bring that out and enter it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think they just enter the phone number and then that phone number gets recognized by Uber, gets recognized by Uber as a telephone number that was sent a text message by me at one point or something. Wow. I feel like like people listening to this right now, if, if anyone had listened to this, I feel like that's an awesome, people don't, people don't realize just entering all the phone numbers. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's exactly it. I like you do it. That makes total sense. Forget about it, and then one day they end up signing up later. Yeah, everyone drives for Uber at some point or another. Yeah, and uh, voila, you it it just paid you five hundred dollars because you had some sort of association with this. That was pretty cool. That is awesome. I mean, that five hundred dollars is gone the moment that I had it because I because I was like, oh, this turned out to be a pretty good time because I, um, well, I, obviously I spent $1,500 on hookers a, and blow. on yeah that's, on the car and hookers and blow. So it was like, nice. I got a huge chunk of that. Um, I recouped a huge chunk of that, you know, fairly yeah. early after I spent that money on that stuff. <laughs> that is so funny. Because I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to pay for this and deal with this shit later. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out later. Yeah. Did we uh, did we talk about the Equifax shit that went down at all? No. What I, happened with Equifax? Equifax. You're kidding me. No, Wait. I don't know about this. You don't know. When did this happen? Oh, my God. When did this happen? You've got to be the last person on Earth or in America to have heard this information. When I did this happen? This happened weeks ago. That, or no, it was like a week and a half ago that this news broke. This is huge, dude. Don't start Instagramming it. Jerry News never said anything about it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, dude. I guarantee you he said something about it. All right. Well, it. tell this me. Let a, me this look This is real a fast. huge deal. So basically what happened was Equifax compromised – do you know what Equifax is? I do. They're, yes. Know, they're a consumer uh, credit reporting yes. agency. Yeah, there's Equifax, so, TransUnion, and um, – trans, and, uh, Experian. And so yeah. they have data basically on pretty much everybody in the country. Right. Whether because they just take information without us knowing. And so they were hacked. And no way. 142 million users' information was leaked online. And so people were saying that you need to check if you've been hacked, including you, Victor. Like, you need to check if you've been hacked. My dad was hacked, my mom wasn't. Really? How do you check if you're hacked? Ray was hacked. His wife was hacked. How do you check if you're hacked? Uh, there's a website that you go to. All right. Um, was this before or after the Mayweather fight? Uh, 
about after? Before or after the eclipse? After. Bro, I'm not seeing anything on Jerry News. I gotta, I gotta wow. DM him and let him know what's up. That's shocking, dude. I mean, every, I feel like everyone, because this was fifty percent of the country is a fa- we're a country of about three hundred million. Yeah, one hundred and forty-two million people were hacked, and that's probably about sixty percent of adults, eighteen and over. So over half the country that has any credit reports were hacked. Wow, it was crazy that that my mom wasn't. Of all the people, she's she's the most anti-technology in our whole family. And maybe you paid off because she wasn't hacked. And I think everyone else in my family was. I wonder. You were probably hacked. I wonder what, what happened with their stock when that happened. Equifax data breach. All right, I'll look at that at another time. Yeah, and check to see if you were hacked as okay. well. Okay. And there's a website. I can just Google, like, Equifax data breach or how to put. Uh, uh, look under news stories. News stories will report the place to go to. Like Washington Post, New York Times, reputable news organization will provide the link. They'll say, go to here and check. That's how I always verify that it's an authentic link. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that you had heard about that or hadn't heard about that. That was, that's shocking, really. I was was not aware. Because, I mean, hackers have been starting to F with people already and screw over their credit. So, I mean, it, it literally could be happening to you right now and you wouldn't know it i'll check that out (laughs) you probably should but uh the reason why i had brought that up was just the i there there just wasn't a lot of outrage over this and for me the fact that a single company once they're hacked has information that we did not give them but they have information that then can be distributed to anyone, including hackers. And so now we have literally half the country, social security numbers, driver's license, income, you know, tax forms, everything, everything about a person's life hacked and suddenly accessible. And I feel like there's not really the rage that Mm -hmm. there should be because that's to me is like pretty, pretty darn absurd, but who am I? You know, yeah. maybe it's not because I feel like there's that, that helplessness thing. Like what, well, what, what can you do? But I feel like that's the case with our current president. And you see people protesting about that all the time. Like why the hell can't people protest about Equifax, you know, losing the most vital documents that identify human beings to hackers who are now selling it for profit. Speaking of vital documents, one time in college, I lost my driver's license, and I used my passport to get into bars, and a few times, they'd look at it like, you got any other ID? I'm like, no, I don't have, you think, if I had a a state ID or driver's license, you think I would use, like, you think I'm just using this for fun? No. (laughs) Yes. You don't have any other ID? No, this is the, the most official document in the world. Yeah. That I am presenting to you right now. That's so funny. Okay, because I, I know and, that. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, you're good. Yeah, you're damn right I'm good. Yeah. Gosh, idiot. That's awesome. That's a that's a great way to respond because I was thinking to myself, I've known people who have had, had to use passports, not for any extended period of time, mm-hmm. but they've had to try and argue with the uh, the bouncer to be like, well, it's not an ID, but it's, like you said, and that's why you're the a bouncer. Of, the most official you document. You don't know that this is an ID. Yeah, exactly. Idiot. Yeah. But <laughs> how long did, How long were you stuck with using uh, the passport? That was a very short amount of time. That was maybe – actually, that was maybe like two months. Okay. I mean, it happened in the middle of March, my senior year of college, and – I think I went like home one weekend and got my passport real quick because I'm obviously trying to go to the bars, and I just had it through the end of the school year. It's like a month and a half. Okay. Did yeah. you ever have any fake IDs? No, I did not. You never had. I fake really IDs? wanted to get one. My brother got. My brother had one, and then I think somehow my brother made his own, and I believe he may have made a couple for other people too. I I know he definitely made his own, I and I was I just like, "How did he do that?" I think I made my own. You did? Yeah. How? Uh, I photocopied the front of my 
license and printed it off in color and glued it onto a piece of car and a card, playing card, and cut it to size. And you just changed that. I photocopied the front and the back, and then printed them out and glued them to a playing card so that it was close enough. I mean, our bars didn't really care. As long as you had something that was semi... But you had to change the birthday. No. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I photoshopped it. Okay. Yeah. It was super easy. Yeah, no, my brother was on some, like, professional shit. Yeah, like I, I rem- my brothers I had remember, like a hologram. My brothers had like a hologram that. and everything. What? Like, yeah. should you be saying this over the air? Who's listening? Who's listening? Fair enough. Wow, that is nuts, man. What's it called when so much time has passed that it doesn't Statute matter? Statute of limitations. Yeah. Yes. And there's no. I'm sure there's no evidence. It was an ID from another country too. So what? Yeah. Oh my goodness. How would, I mean, how would someone come across that? That is so interesting. I don't know. Yeah. There were, there were some people who I knew at Drake who made professionally fake IDs or that looked real enough. But yeah, I mean, they were never from the state that we were in Iowa. They were always from somewhere else, but. Um, yeah, I, I wanted one so bad and, uh, I can never acquire, I didn't. My one friend used our other friend's ID, who kind of looked like him. Yeah. But I, there wasn't anyone who resembled me that I could use, or let, they would let me borrow it, or I could buy it from them, or I could just get my own made somehow. I was pretty. I would, It kind of sucked. Well, the only the only reason I ever did it, and that was like sophomore year of college, was because for our fraternity parties, we ended up renting out a bar or something like that, and so. We technically needed, like, we were also the bartenders. Like, our brothers were also the bartenders. It didn't really matter what we had, but we had to, you know, something that kind of resembled it. We, uh, for our, for our, uh, like, our semi-formal and for other things that we did, like, two or three times a year, we rented out this place. We'd rent out this place off campus where we could just, like, bring our own booze. So anyone, you know, people that are 18 oh, really? and 19, 20 years old can still drink. And uh, just like no questions were asked, you just pay them what they asked to be paid for renting the space. Don't fuck anything up, and you're good. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, did that ever end up being the case where they didn't fuck anything up? Uh, Yeah, we. I think we were cool the whole time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Such responsible fraternity. Now my apartment, on the other hand, senior year, we did a keg race. Oh my god. Man, we tore that place up, literally. It started with one hole in the wall. You got to ask Bill about this party. I think Bill was there for it at the, near the end. But we did a keg race between 10 seniors and 10 sophomores. And the keg, both kegs were gone within like two hours. And people are punching holes in the wall. My buddy Tommy like rips out a section of, I wish I had a smartphone to take pictures of this yeah, thing. Yeah, back then. Um, That's insane. This party was on a Friday. Like it was actually homecoming weekend, 2009. We spent six hours, I think on Saturday, cleaning up me and my two other roommates on our level. And then we spent another eight hours on Sunday. So, I mean, that's 14, 14 hours, 28 that's 42 hours spent cleaning oh between three people. God. Yeah, dude. Wow. We had to buy a section of drywall and <laughs> cut it and, oh like, stick God. it in the wall. Oh we had to, like, stick God. it in the wall and then pull it out and then, uh, and then like, uh, smooth it out and everything. Dude, it was So was this, ant- was this anticipated? And my buddy Tommy... My buddy Tommy is a real big guy. He lifted up a boulder that was in our front lawn and dropped it in the middle of the road on State Street right in front of where we lived for like a few minutes. And we're like, dude, you got to take that ro- that boulder off off the road because there's cars driving by, dude. We don't want the police to come here. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. No one could li- move this boulder except for him. So he went back and he like lifted it up and he put it back. He got so drunk. He would just – if you made eye contact with him, he would attack you. And when he grabbed you – Dude, there's no escaping that grip. 
And uh, he made eye contact with me one time, and he tried to come after me. And like, there, luckily there were a bunch of people, and we're, there, it took like ten or fifteen people to like hold him back. He's such a big guy, and just like, just rah, just going crazy. He was. And we were all drinking beer out of the keg from our our mugs, you know, our cactus mugs, which was yeah. this bar, so it's like a thirty-two ounce mug. He was drinking his beer out of like this sixty-four ounce pitcher, bro, and he's just sitting the whole time in this chair. While we're moving around, talking, he's just drinking his beer, sitting there. And then the keg is gone, and he gets up, and it's just like this whirlwind of chaos. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so I wonder great. what goes through the mind of a person like that. I've only I'm, seen I'm him, always fascinated. I've only seen him completely shit-faced like three times in my entire life. Wow. Uh, the first time was, the first time I met him at our pledge party, my first memory of him is he's grabs a Keystone Light. Opens it up with his with his uh, mouth, with his teeth. <laughs> Breaks it open with his teeth. Pours it, brills it up to his mouth, pours it in his mouth, takes the can, lifts it above his head, right, while he's still pouring in his mouth, brings it back down, and he drinks maybe half the beer. The other half is just going all over the place, right? <laughs> yeah. All over his shirt, all over his face, all over his forehead and everything. Takes the can, crushes it against his head, and just... Throws it across the room. That's the first memory I have of him drinking. It's like, holy crap. The second time was the party that we had at our place senior year. The third time was maybe like five years ago at our apartment downtown Chicago. Our friends visited us. And in his apartment, um, he went out to a bar with our buddy Doozer, got like really tanked at this bar. They come back. We're like, where are these guys? So we go from my apartment down to their apartment. And he's just lying on the floor. And he said something like, I'm cement, or I feel like cement, or he was not moving at all. College, man. Let the good times roll. 